Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to D-Day Over 40 versus the off-season. This is part one of our off-season podcast dealing with your Cincinnati Bengals, your favorite Cincinnati Bengals fan podcast. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite wide receivers. And one wide receiver is the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. What's going on, who they y'all? And, man, I can't find that ball to save my damn life. But neither can the nope. Bengals, so. <laughs> <laughs> on the other line tonight, my other wide receiver. Uh, he he used to work in the front office, but now he's down on the field. Uh, he's making moves. Uh, it's Big Hotch. Actually, it ain't the off season. Uh, the, uh, we should be in this game this week or next week, but we suck. Could we? <laughs> and I Could uh, we? With this head coach? Yeah. I don't know about that, brother. I don't know well, we, we've been away for a while. Uh, the Bengals decided to fuck up their draft pick the last few weeks by winning some games. Uh, after the dust settled, they will be picking number nine, and we'll talk about the draft pick here momentarily uh, as we get into the podcast. Uh, we got a few news and notes here as we go through. Uh, we're going to deal with one because it's just at the front of everything because of what happened this week as the news footage or the, the police officer footage got leaked for Adam Jones's arrest. Yeah. And we had been, we've been talking about doing this Who Day Over 40 podcast for a while. It's just kind of hard. Um, producer and uh, everybody here on this call hosts like two other podcasts and often three other podcasts. So it's really difficult to get all of us together at the same time. So yeah. um, so off the chart, the season ends. We get a couple of weeks into the playoffs. Adam Jones gets popped on a, a, on a late, Saturday, uh, late Sunday night, early Monday morning situation where he gets arrested. Uh, he gets arrested with a couple of, like, just misdemeanor things, not a real big deal. But then there's a felony charge in there alleging that he spit on a nurse uh, after his arrest. And then the footage leaked because, of course, TMZ is the the WikiLeaks of the NFL and because um, they get every tape. And Adam Jones was really just being an asshole, a drunk asshole, basically. He got arrested and just essentially for 20 minutes – was an asshole. Um, I said at the time that he needs to be cut. I don't disagree with that statement anymore now than I did three weeks ago when he got popped. Um, Big Hodge. Uh, he should be extra cut. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to feel. I mean, it's fun to feel with a slightly average at best. I mean, he was getting lit up like a star. Let's Let's keep it real. I mean, he, he was on their, their best receiver, and their best receiver was putting up posters with Adam Jones hanging on his nuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's terrible. That's um, Sandman? Man, I was up on the mindset that they should have let him go before this happened, so you can imagine after this shit. I was like, yeah, man. Break, break camp with this cat. He's 34 anyway. I mean, he didn't exactly have the best season last year anyway. I mean, I ain't trying to just drag him because of that. But, you know, how long can they tolerate mess like this? I mean, this was, this was the old bungle stuff that they did back in the early 2000s that everybody was uh, talking shit about him. Like, it was like, man, you got all these knuckleheads on these teams and stuff. I mean, they finally cleaned it up, and now they got him and, you know, perfect. At least perfect can make the product on the field. I mean, you ain't performing on the field. It's so you make a hard argument for yourself being uh, justified still being a starter. And this dude is a captain, which is yeah. 
which is a problem within itself. We go on about that a lot more. Right. But, yeah, man, I, I like to see him going. I mean, um, to speak about that. I, I mean, like I said, I, I thought he should have been gone at the end of – after the shenanigans, after the Pittsburgh loss. I'm like, um, you can't – you can't. He, you need that guy on your team. You need that guy that's got the dog in him. You already have Burfitt that has the dog in him. Like, you need exactly. those kinds of dudes. But his violation was egregious and cost you a playoff game completely. And, like, you mm-hmm. could say – you could argue that Burfitt's hit was legal – and just a bad call, but then him going off like that, who got the extra 15 yards, is essentially what ended the game. Uh, you can't do that. You can't have that dude on a team. And not only do you leave him on a team, you double down and give him a three-year, $24 million contract. Terrible. And what are you doing here? Uh, mm-hmm. So you give him that, you show faith in him. He doesn't play well this year, although the defense in the second half of the year did play a lot better, him included. Mm-hmm. I just don't – but I don't see how you can bring him back. At 34, I think I saw somewhere if they cut him before June 1st, they'll save like six-some-odd million dollars and have a one-some-odd million-dollar cap hit. And then to cut him after June 1st, it's only like a $600,000 cap hit, and then you save like seven-some-odd million dollars. So if the Bengals cut him, you know it's going to be after June 1st um, yep. just because just be able to save the money. And nobody's picking up Adam Jones. He's not. This is the end of his career. He's not getting another job unless it's in New England. California um, Field <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, he's not getting another NFL job. Uh, he, I mean, he can't, and he, yeah, yeah and he can't get into Canada because of his freaking felonies or whatever. So, yes. like, it's a wrap. And the Adam Jones story was probably not in well unless he got the complete. 180 straight to Jesus meetings, it, it ain't going to end well. And we'll see how that turns out at the end. So, uh, yeah. Bye, Adam. Like, I'm good. What? He, he only knows Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just not a good look. And I, I feel bad. And you can kind of tell. I mean, I don't know about kind of tell, but maybe from my freaking vocational profession. Like that situation that happened with um, Terrell Pryor there. To me, that looked like somebody that, whose life control issues might be spinning out of control. <laughs> like, that just doesn't yeah. happen. Like, a 30-some-odd-year-old dude shouldn't be allowing that to happen, especially you're the captain of the team. Like, it just seemed like maybe he had already lost control of whatever control that he had had. So, yeah, we're gone. We're good. Bye, Adam. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you did good for the time you were there, but deuces. All right, my other note is going to get Hutch all fired up. Uh, it was reported this week that Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, Marvin Lewis, and the Bengals are talking about a one-year extension. He has been oh, given the stay of executions um, at the end of each season for the past few years, um, and it has been reported that even though the Bengals went five, what was it, five, ten, and one uh, this season, six, that, nine, and one. Six, nine, and one. Mm-hmm. Six nine and one. Uh, that even though the thing they crafted bad, he might get his stay of execution for another year from the Ohio uh, death penalty uh, supporter <laughs> group or whoever's <laughs> playing this. So he don't deserve a he don't he can't stand he don't deserve another damn day, let alone a fucking another year, two years. Fuck that motherfucker. His ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where, where was this passion during the Brothers Count podcast, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so the thought 
Well, I think I just already given his opinion. Sandman, go ahead on Marvin Lewis getting a one-year extension, potentially getting a one-year extension. In three words, oh, hell no, man. This had the nerve to come out of his mouth and talk about, oh, extension done. It puts, in paraphrasing here, it would just put people's minds at ease. Whose mind are you putting at ease, Marvin, but outside of yours? Not the fans. Maybe Mike Brown's dumbass. I could have, I could probably believe that, but man, it, 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 it's amazing the gall that some of these cats have. Sometimes he's been there so long now that he just expects to get another damn contract extension because right. they've done it so many damn years. You award mediocrity. This is what happens. Now right. it's fools wondering about like, hey, my boy, my damn contract. Hey, this is what we do. Come on, Mike, will you? Come on, where's my contract at, man? <laughs> you know, standing there like, you know, uh, on the corner, you know, begging for another contract. This is what they, they've come up with. Um, you know, this is what they allowed to happen. Mediocrity, you know? It's, yeah. It's terrible. Uh, hey, let's look. We don't need the key sweat of NFL football to be fucking asked for no damage stick. Didn't you say a couple of weeks ago that the reason why the Bills were losing was that he wasn't preparing the people well enough. Did he have the uh, Did he have the Keone to say that shit on the damn yeah. uh, microphone? Yeah, yeah. He, he said, um, 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 if you don't prepare, uh, your game plan isn't correct. There's no such thing as halftime adjustments or some shit like that. He he basically doesn't believe in them, which is why he gets his ass kicked and uh, <laughs> looking through all these good teams. Yeah, that, that right there. It was there it was just. It was a it was an irresponsible uh, statement. I couldn't believe he said that shit. Right. Yeah, I just want a challenge on the damn field. I mean, in like what ten years? Yeah. I, I don't want to say that I'm the dissenter in this group because <laughs> I I feel that he needs to go, but I also feel that without doing this properly, we're going to wind up back where we started from. And so I think it has to be, there needs to be somebody that's in-house that you feel that is capable of taking that job. All of our in-house candidates have gone on to get head coaching jobs. His his coaching tree now, well, his coaching tree now has has really got some branches to it from Jay Gruden to Vance Joseph now in Denver to, uh, uh, but, but to Zimmer, but still, like that, it does mean something. Even though it's also funny that I think none of them have won a playoff game either. It's uh-huh. it is it is what it is at this point. So I'm just kind of like, well, who's going to become the coach? Yeah, and again, this is a fan thing. This is a fan podcast. I get it. All right, we we'll fire everybody. That's fine. Okay, but who's going to be the coach? Like you know, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you ready? To, are you ready to turn over the reins to Paul Gunther? Uh, well, we'll do, or, yeah, Zampezi, you know, his office. Yeah, Aaron Simmons. They need to get fired yeah. soon. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're talking about a complete enema and a complete flush out and then bringing in who? You know he's going to bring in somebody that he's familiar with. So yeah. it's going to be end up being it, – it, it's just – I agree. And to me, like, he shouldn't get an extension. This should be, like, you win or you're gone. And that is hard for coaches to play under because the coaches, because the players know, too, like, well, shit, fuck this nigga. I ain't listening to him, you know. Like, he's going to be here next year. Right. Uh-huh. So, but you see what's going to happen, and this is, the, this is the issue and the problem. And I had this here as a side note here. 
for myself, Marvin's going to get an if he gets an extension, he gets another hard reboot. He had yeah. his five year run, and this is a, this is a reset. This is pushing that button down, Control Alt Delete, because he's going to have what well, they got to probably have 13, 11, 13 draft picks, and mm-hmm. they're going to flush the roster of some of all these old folks that need to go, and he's mm-hmm. going to get a reset. And you know he's done okay on these resets, but that's what's going to happen, and they're not going to flush him out on a on a reset. So I'm. I have two he, words: a Atlanta Falcons. They yeah. got rid of their yeah. long-term coach that was getting to the playoffs, and you know he, but he, he won playoffs. Yeah, he, he won, won, won. He won one. Yeah, the so I mean, he won one. They got they was the first round. Uh, they were the first round seeds twice and lost. Yeah, they lost, they lost one at home. They lost two at yeah. home. But anyway, mm-hmm. they, you know he had a couple bad years. They was like, you know, we went as far as we can go with you. Peaked him out, brought this dude from Seattle in. I mean, he, they was five and zero, six and one. They went eight and eight. But then mm. this year they went. They're they're in the damn Super Bowl. We could do the same shit. We got better teams than freaking Atlanta. Yeah, and I I don't and, and I don't too, by the way. I don't doubt that. We'll get to them when we get yeah. around the AFC North. Um, but man. yeah, so it's just man, it is what it is. I I'm. I'm I'm kind of indifferent to it at this point, but also, you know, I'm looking at the freaking life clock. I was like, man, is this shit going to happen before I die? Because <laughs> we need to get that in because my freaking, uh, you know, clock is ticking. So we need to wrap this up. But, yeah, I, I fully expect him to get an extension, and then this is just becomes this just becomes like fans bitching at that point because there's nothing they're going to do. Marvin or Mike Mar- Bright Brown ain't going to fire him, and so we just have to wait around. Mike Brown, I blended them together. So, yeah, I've yeah. been drinking too. All right. All right. Um, and so my other news and note there before we get to the heart of the Bengal team here is the Pro Bowl is tonight. Uh, I think there's four Bengals representing, uh, most of them all alternates that just got the game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All were on standard detail two weeks ago. Well, well, it's, well, mm. they're all on and alternate detail, alternate Bengals making it, you know, so whatever. But Whitworth makes it, Andy Dalton makes yeah. it, uh, Geno Atkins makes it, and uh, Carlos AJ Green. Dunlap. And Carlos Dunlap made it. So it's been five because AJ made the Pro Bowl too, but he can't play. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So it, it, it means nothing. The Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything to watch it. doesn't mean anything to make it anymore. It's just something that's okay. Don't get so, injured. Don't get injured. Don't pull it. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. That's basically it. Yep, don't pull an eye for, for any of those dudes. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to uh, the heart of the Bengal news and notes here. Let's talk about about free agency before we get to the draft, and then we'll go around the AFC North to wrap up the podcast. Um, free agency begins um, after, well, I guess, in early March. The Bengals have some people that they know that they're just going to say deuces to, and we can you know give them a 21-gun salute, and we can give them the finger. Whichever one you want to give them to them for their services, but uh, Maluga is gone. Ray Maluga is gone. Yeah. He actually has a year on his contract, but he's going to get cut. They didn't even play really the last. They didn't even really yeah. claim the last year of, the, uh, of his con- of his contract or the last part of the season. I mean, he's old. Mm-hmm. He's slow. He's, he's never bad. really been as good as any. He's never been good. good he's just been average. Good back you because you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's about, it's it's been gone. It's it, the, the NFL is not even made for players like him anymore. Two down linebackers like who can't cover. They, they, you're, he's a relic. 
he's a relic of the past. And yes. even on the first two downs, he wasn't that damn good to begin with. He wasn't that though, good I mean. either. I was just about to say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, so you can go. And uh, Carlos Dansby, who was playing next to you, you're just old. He's got to go old. too. Yep. Uh, so we we'll say goodbye oh, to no. both of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, and the other one that you're going to say bye to is Pecco. Now, the yes. argument oh. about the relatively decency of Pecco is is on the spectrum of why, you know, everybody either love him or hate him. You know, I'm kind of indifferent. I, I definitely think mm-hmm. it's time for him to go. Um, mm-hmm. But he's also, you know, he's that community dude. He's that locker room dude. He's the glue that keeps, like, a lot of oh, stuff together. But right. but you can't, but you can't have him on the team at like an absorbent salary like he was taking up or he would command at this point. So like I think he goes and I th- I mean he, maybe he signs on with another team or not. But I, I can't give Pecco the finger. I have to give him a salute. Um, what do you think about Pecco, Hush? Fucking. Good point, Sandman. Good guy. Gotta go. I mean, he's got the guys on the team yeah. before. They got rid of them. I mean, yeah. I've even heard rumblings about, it was like, well, don't be surprised if Marvin Lewis tries to bring him back because he's a locker room guy. I was like, oh, yeah. They really, but it's kind if of like, that's the case, yeah, that they got other problems. If they, you know, but, they have to bring this guy back. It's the Wallace Gilberry issue where they, and it's the yeah. Wallace Gilberry issue where they let him walk and then they realized that they might have had a hole in leadership on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I know Marvin, one of Marvin Lewis's preaching points since the offseason started is that to have the two superstars on the team, which are AJ and um, Gino, to be more mm-hmm. vocal leaders as opposed to just leading by example. And I think there is probably something to be said for that. Um, but you also have two introverts in your leadership roles, and that's can you know you're telling somebody to be somebody that they're not. That's difficult. Um, so uh, I don't think that that's a great idea. Um, to try to get those guys to be somebody that they're not, but Pecco probably needs to go. Uh, the Bengals have a, a gluttony of defensive tackles that they have drafted and who have not been able to either get on the field due to injury or the people in front of them. Um, so uh, with Marcus Hardison, uh, Andrew Billings, who they drafted last year, I mean, these guys are allegedly ready to play. So um, I, I see Pecco going. We also get to say goodbye to Marcus Hunt. Never worked out. Yeah. Never could yeah. rush the passer. Blocked a couple of field goals, but you can't bring mm-hmm. him back. He he was an experiment that never made it work. He might be somebody that winds up going to a different team and has some measure of success. But I, I mean, I don't think he's going to go someplace and get twelve sacks. He might go someplace and get two sacks mm-hmm. or three sacks and block Maybe. a couple of kicks. But you can't keep him on the team at the capacity that he's been there. It's just a wasted second round pick. And he was he'll, he'll go to New England. He'll play us in somewhere important. Yeah, you'll, that's how it works. Yeah, you'll probably get uh, a backup with yeah, somebody. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know who's taking it. I mean, he what has he done to even get a sniff from anybody else other than be tall? Nothing. 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 He's like un, unlimited yeah. potential, but he never reached it. I mean, he started football no. at eight too, man. I mean, he's like old for. I mean, he's young because he hasn't played, but he's old in like general years, man. I just don't think. If this was something, you know, he seems like to me the yeah. kind of person like, hey, man, you should play football because you got some talent. Like, well, what the fuck am mm-hmm. I going to do? All right, nigga, I'm going to play football. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. But he don't have any yeah. real passion or love for it. So No, he yeah. just, no, he's, he's not just a, it no, it's just a dude. Wasted second-round uh, pick, yeah. Yeah, so he gets the gas face and gets to move on. Um, now we get to the free agents that, you know, that you think that they're, you know, yay or nay, keep or don't keep. 
Um, probably Andrew Whitworth being at the top. Hutch, do they got to bring back Whitler based on the fact that Jake Fisher and uh, Kid Roller Skates might not be able to play? <laughs> Damn, we do got to bring him back. And that's, uh, There's no choice. They got to. Yeah. He is rated as the second. If you look at those rankings or whatever, he is rated as the second highest graded left tackle in the league. In the league, not yep. AFC, in the league. Um, I don't see how you can't bring him back. <laughs> you don't bring him back. They have no choice. Yeah, you gotta got to spend the money somewhere. Find him. Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah. have no choice. He's going to get paid. I mean, that's the way it is. He's going to get paid. And I and, and I think he, you know, he's got Cincinnati by the short and curlers a little bit too. You know, <laughs> like, look, y'all don't got nobody to replace me. You know, maybe mm-hmm. old, uh, Kid Roller Skates gets better in a couple of years. But you, he, yeah. I, to me, Whitworth has to get a two-year deal so you can bring on Cedric a little bit slower so he can get bigger or stronger or whatever the hell he needs to do yeah, to get both, better. Both of them. But it yeah, needs to happen. Whatever. So, yeah. well, Fisher's on that right side, and I think that's easier for them to play as opposed to that left mm-hmm. side, which is the quarterback's blind side, or at least for the Bengals mm-hmm. it is. So, yeah, so Whitler, Whitler mm-hmm. I think, comes back. Next free agent up, Dre Kirkpatrick. Hutch, is he a bring him wow. back, or is he stay? Or is he gone? He sucks. I, I like <laughs> Now, you don't have anybody behind him now, because who's behind him mm-hmm. is Dequarez Denard. And William or Jackson, a rookie. William Jackson, the third. Yeah. Who hasn't played a, a snap. So if you don't bring him back and Adam Jones gets cut, yeah, you have, no, going, yeah. you have no veteran cornerbacks going into the season. I don't know that that's a great idea. I think Adam yeah. Jones fucking up earned Dre Kirkpatrick a lot of money. A, he a did. lot. He did. At least with the Bengals if he wants it. Yeah, if he wants it, it'll be with the Bengals. I think they'll take that money that they saved from cutting him and try to mm-hmm. give it to him to get him to stay. That's my opinion. What do you think, Sammy? They, it's similar to the Whitworth situation. I mean, Jones fucking up, acting a fool, this, uh, probably lost him his job and got Kirkpatrick played. Um, I don't think he's a great corner. I mean, he loves grabbing. He loves holding. Uh, they always seem like they get him on two or three damn holding calls or PIs a damn game. But, I mean, he's not terrible, but he ain't great. But they got to pay him because they got nobody else now And uh, as far as uh, – Veteran corners, uh, they're going to have to play a rookie or somebody with little experience on the other corner spot because uh, Jones is gone for at least six. I can tell you that right now. If they even bring him back, yeah, if they bring him back, he's gone for almost half the season for uh, all this. They, they're going to they're going to lay the hammer to him after giving Brady four games for basically deflating the ball or whatever, if that did or didn't happen. So they're going to have to come down on him. Yeah, so, yeah they got to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, going to come yeah. Down, yeah. I think they bring him back. I don't. I don't even think it's. I don't even think they think too hard about it unless he wants a number that doesn't make any sense for them. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, uh, guard, allegedly mm-hmm. one of the highest rated guards in the league. I was like, we have the highest graded left tackle, one of the highest graded guards, but we can't run the ball for shit. Yep. Yep. Do you overpay mm. for interior linemen? The bar has been set now that, and you know, like the Castro and I think the dude in Oakland, they're getting like ten million dollars a year at guard. Yeah. You personally, yeah. you should not overpay for guards. That that was the Jimmy Johnson philosophy, man. You never overpay for guards. Let them go. Right. And right. Uh, I think they should let Zeitler go too. 
Uh, he'll probably yeah. wind up in Cleveland because they got money and a coach that he knows, and he'll probably wind mm-hmm. up there. But mm-hmm. uh, just like Eric Stein back before him, man, take the money. Yeah, that's you right. ain't going nowhere with it. So that's fine by me. Just go. You ain't got to right. go away, man. Just go away. Hutch, <laughs> Kevin Zeitler. They they can't pay for both of them dudes. One of them got good. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Yep. Yep. So would you refer Whitler, Whitworth, or Zeitler? Zeitler's probably seven, ten years younger. I'll, I would go with the. Actually, I would like to go with the young if I could help. Mm-hmm. We need to about the center. The center is. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was going to get to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we still aren't there yet, and he's still got a year in his contract, so. Well, again, they're going to be losing a bunch of people through attrition anyway. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So, all right. So yeah, I think I think I think Zeitler's a goner. I think they yeah. resign Whitworth, and I think they resign Dre. And uh, we'll get to this last one here. The other free agent that's there is Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead in the last couple of games of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the last game of the season where he rushed for like a hundred some odd yards, earned himself some money. I, I would dispute that the fact that you're playing in the last game of the season with two teams and ain't going to the playoffs is not exactly where you should yeah. be judging somebody if they're actually any right. good. Right. Um, but he did it, and people think that he earned himself some money. Um, he's a running back. He's also a Caucasian brother. You can step, nigga. Go back. <laughs> like I, you pay you pay yeah. him any money, you just not trying anymore. You just throwing right. money away. You could throw some money in the brother's comics if you throw him money away. So um Yeah. Um yeah, Hush, he had, he's out the door. Rex Burkhead. Um, he does not deserve one extra oh, he might deserve some extra dollars, but not from us. Peace right. out. Right. Right. Sandman. Nah, he's gone. I mean, he's a white, he's a white running back. I mean, come on, he's, he's not that that has you know necessarily anything to do with it. But you can go out and get in the draft in the fifth, sixth round and get some somebody just as good um, yeah. if you really want to. You no, nah, you, you're not going to pay him. You're yeah, not gonna you can't pay him. pay him. You can't pay no. him any real money. And no. but it also sets up this thing too that. Gio is out. It's probably going to be out probably all the way through the offseason workouts. He might be ready at the end of the season. And everybody knows it takes a year to recover from ACL injuries anyway, unless you're um, HGH and Adrian Peterson. Wait, did I say that? Um, <laughs> um, so, so now you have your running backs are now uh, AJ, who's coming off an injury, and oh, shoot, what's his name? The can't run the ball no more. Hill. Yeah, Jeremy Hill, who can't run the ball no more. Nope. Do you maybe depart ways with Jeremy Hill? Like, is it just like, you know what, trade or cut? Or I think they're getting cutting, but maybe you're trading to somebody that mm-hmm. might be looking for a running back that was successful at least at one point in time. He does. To me, he seems like somebody that would probably be better with a fresh start someplace else. Yeah. Um, I just think it just ran its course, whatever it is, for the Bengals. And, you know, then you bring Rex Burkhead back as your starting number one running back and then draft another guy. Hutch. Uh, sure. Uh, man. Uh, it's the, the, the Bengals, if they get rid of that Chuck and Center, they can do one. Anybody can run behind that offensive line. But they get rid of him and Kid Roach case. <laughs> Jeremy Hill is all right. 
He ain't the best, but I, we can work with him. Okay. Yeah, I just um, I just don't. I think Jeremy Hill is shot. To be honest with you, um, we're gonna get to this. We're gonna get to the draft draft picks here in a second. I think he's shot, and I think you should just kind of make that move on from him. That's my opinion. Um, I just I don't think he's whatever he had is not there anymore. Like whether it's his heart, his guts, his whatever, it ain't there no more. So and that happens to running backs. You know, you take all those hits. You fumble the ball in a really big game, you just ain't got it in you no more, man. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved on from him, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they kept him and drafted a running back. Okay. All right, so those are the key free agents. I don't think, you know, anybody else. I think they brought back the kicker that missed the kick in Houston, Bullock. They did. They, brought, they signed him, of course. That's that's, that's trying great. nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's trying yeah. nothing. And uh, they brought him back. It's not to say that he'll be a kicker for the team, but I mean, just bringing him back. You gave him. You had one job and one kick at the end of a game to win it, and you fucked it up. So <laughs> that's the Bengal way to bring that nigga back. So uh, whatever. Yeah. All right. So we was looking ahead towards the draft. Draft's not until May. It's so far away anymore. Um, the Bengals draft number nine after all the shenanigans that went on and winning games at the end of the season. Um, if you look at most draft boards and listen to Bengal or read Bengal's news, you know, they want a defensive end, the opposite of Carlos Dunlap, to be able to rush the passer. They were not able to, you know, generate as many sacks as they had been in previous years. Michael Johnson is maybe okay at setting the edge on the run, but he offers nothing in pass, uh, pass, uh, pass rush yeah. anymore. Pass rush. Um, yeah. So now they're looking for an outside edge, whether it be a linebacker or a, a defensive end. So they're picking number nine. The best one allegedly is the kid from uh, what Texas A&M. He should be going number one. Although the Browns, I'm sure, will fuck it up. And um, <laughs> there's a couple of other people down the road there. So when you're drafting nine, and once you, you know quarterbacks are going to go early and overrated, and the Browns need one. Although they are also picking ten right behind Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken, or eleven because they have the Eagles pick. Um, what if um, that running back from LSU, Leonard Fournette, falls to you at nine, Hodge? He is a potentially a once-in-a-lifetime running back, potentially, although he didn't play nearly as well this year, but I also think he was thinking about his career on the next level. Trying not to get hurt. Uh, yeah. yeah, trying not to get hurt, and I think that's a potential there. So if the number one or two defensive end is not there uh, – they also need linebackers, but drafting linebackers very high can be, unless they're a game changer, is dangerous. And I'm going to shake your worlds or whatever when I say who I think they're going to draft at nine. Um, <laughs> what if it's the number – would you rather take the number three defensive end or the number one or number one running back or wide receiver, Hutch? Technically say, not a need. Right. I mm. would say they need more on the defense, I would say. I would go with defense. Maybe the third or fourth defensive end. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, It depends on which defensive end it is. If uh, they can get, you know, at nine, uh, uh, maybe the second or third defensive end that's uh, still, you know, a day one starter, I would go with that. Or you could go – I mean, they need it. They got to need a linebacker too because, I mean, Outside of Burfick and I guess the the kid they drafted last year uh, is probably going to play. They got mm-hmm. nobody uh, at the linebacker spot, and the Bengals they traditionally don't value linebackers very well. It's part of 
part of uh, their philosophy problem in the first place, in my opinion, uh, that they ended up with some of these cats. But uh, mm. um, I think defensive end is still a great need right now. They need a linebacker, but defensive end is bigger right now. I just have a feeling that Fournette, because they, the undervaluing of running backs is going to drop and he's going to be there, or the wide receiver from Clemson. Is it Mike? Is it No, not Mike Williams. Mike, uh, um, um, yeah, I forget his last name. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, I think one of those dudes are going to be there. It is Mike Williams, okay. Oh, it is? So they're gonna, yeah, they're going to be stuck in a position about, like, oh, well, this is the best player that we have a grade on, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. a need. Need. So what do you do? I mean, they, and they, they could use him, but you know, it's not the best need, biggest need they have. Obviously, right. yeah. I really have a feeling because he's going to be there. I really have a feeling that that Michigan linebacker is going to be sitting there at nine, um, no, right not before the, they pick. Yeah, uh, um, what, the, the one that didn't play the Orange Bowl. Um, yeah, uh, Peppers. Yeah. Yeah. I really think Man. he's going to be hey, sitting there. Safety, he's overrated. He's overrated. Well, but he's, I mean, he's multidimensional, you know, whether he's safety, whether he's, I mean, he's not a safety. He's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. And, you know, I think that, you know, he's, an, you know, an air quotation athlete. Uh, they do love athletes. Yeah, that scares me, He's though. going that to be there. Me. Well, but I, his, his ceiling to bust ratio is probably fairly high. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you get it, and you get him right, he's probably like a game changer completely. Mm. But if you're wrong, then he's probably sitting on the bench. And, you know, it's a a danger. But I think he's going to be there. And for some reason, I just have have that thought that the Bengals are going to pick him. I kind of want Fournette to fall. I kind of want Fournette to fall. They sure won't be the Ohio State players, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. I have a feeling Fournette's gonna fall and I think that they I think they'll be I think they'll be hard pressed to passing though. I really do. I'm like, man, this dude if he could be Adrian Peterson, you can't pass him. You just can't. You cannot yeah, pass but, that. But you got no offensive line to block for him in the first. So I mean what's he gonna do? Noted. Man, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's that's going deep into it, but still. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They like L- they clearly like SEC and definitely LSU, LSU players. players. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's swing it around AFC North and wrap up the podcast here. Um, the Ravens didn't make the playoffs. Um, they're picking not too far behind Cincinnati. I think at 15. Um, they got problems all over the place. Their quarterback is not a franchise quarterback, and they're paying him a crap ton of money. They got to be looking towards the future. Um, the Browns are the Browns. Uh, they go one and fifteen. The, um, they got two picks in the first. I think twelve picks though. So they need a quarterback. Mm. They're not going to grow a roll with RG three or whatever. Not going to go with whoever they drafted last year as a rookie. Uh, but they need a quarterback. Do they overreach? They they passed on the Carson Wentz last year, and he went on to have a, you know a favorable season in in Philadelphia. Um, you know, and everybody's like, oh, Q.E. Jackson's the quarterback whisperer. But, I mean, whatever, nigga. Uh, mm-hmm. You ain't whisper too much to RG3 <laughs> and to this other dude. So, didn't work on him, um, yeah. Yeah, it didn't work on them. So, I don't know if that's really the case. But they have the potential because they have a ton of draft picks. They have the potential to, you know, at least maybe possibly turn around. But it's the Browns, man. They're not going to do that. Um, and then probably the biggest AFC North news was Ben Roethlisberger said that he's going to evaluate all his options and, you know, potentially, you know, with retirement even being a potential thing, 
But my thought was that's just Ben Roethlisberger being Ben Roethlisberger, man. He loves drama. He loves people talking about him. And this is pretty much it. Would you say the same, Hodge? He is a drama queen and a rapist. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Uh, Sandman, would you say the same? Yeah. I mean, he was just trying to rattle the cage because, I mean, he was, he was pissed after Patriots whooped their ass which was yeah. entertaining, by the way. And, um, yeah, he was like, man, how many times am I going to get, you know, a chance to do this, which is yeah. correct, you know. So, I mean, he's looking he's, at it. He's looking in the mirror of his career, too. I mean, you know. Yeah, he's got, been around a while. Most of, he yeah, got he's most, been most of last Yeah, he is, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got hurt most of last year, you know, and, you know, he's, again, he's, what, 34, probably, 35, he's looking mm-hmm. at the end of it as well. He's not exactly Tom Brady, who's, you know, drinking his own urine to, you know, stay healthy. <laughs> you know, he's. I, don't, I think his health plan is not nearly as, his off-season regimen is not nearly as regimented as Tom Brady's. So, no, you know, he's, he's a big his old body's old. not, yeah. yeah, his body he's is not so used. Is and what else? Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, that's our look around the AFC North. Um, I think that's really about it. Did I miss anything, Hodge? Hodge, hello? Um, that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah. that's pretty much it. Okay, that's it. Sam, man, did I miss anything? Um, as far as AFC North, I think you got everything. Um, yeah, yeah, I think was basically it. Um, Bingo-wise, I don't know what anything else for you. Okay. Um, I'm assuming everybody's pulling for the Falcons on this podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I still think the Patriots are going to win. Um, I do too. Belichick. Belichick and his no no name defensive players and man, I think no name everybody. everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, outside of Tom Brady, yeah. I can't name nobody else on their damn team. So yeah, My, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it from a completely different perspective. Um, I don't want to see. Um, Tom Brady shaking uh, Donald Trump's hand at the White House. I don't yeah. want to see that. Yeah. And Belichick yeah, and him, like, I don't want to see it. I don't want whatever. I, I think for uh, at least it will be a thought and a discussion in Atlanta if they even bother going to the White House. Like, oh, that's going. Nah, that's yeah. going because, I mean, Matt Ryan is, is pure. He, he's white bread. He, I mean, he's mm. from Boston, too, or he's from that area. Yeah. Yeah, he went to school well, up there. Yeah. It's more of a college. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a done deal. What's well, the more of a thought that they is, won't go? My problem is if the Falcons win the Super Bowl, I mean, that pretty much puts Cincinnati as Loserville number one. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you always read. You thought the Cavaliers winning the Super Bowl put Cincinnati at loser number one, man, which – this is a stretch, so I, I don't think that the sun will come up tomorrow or on Monday in Cincinnati after the Falcons win the Super Bowl. But I understand what you're saying. It it puts them in that boat of like, hey man, y'all ain't you made it to the Super Bowl, but you haven't won one. And the Falcons will be their second chance, and they do win one. Um, so I'm sure we'll have a prediction podcast here uh, next Sunday on the Bros Comics Podcast about this. So yeah, um, I, I'm cheering for the Falcons. I don't want the Patriots to win, um, but. I, I don't – much like last year, I don't really see – I don't give them much of a chance to win. But we were wrong last year. You know, we all thought Carolina was going to win, and they got blown the mm-hmm. out. So we'll see how it goes. 
No. I said I hate all the teams with P in their names. And no, there you go. Three out of four with P. Yep. Yep. This is true. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. So this will wrap up Who Day Over 40 versus the off season part one. We'll probably come back shortly after the season ends, after the Super Bowl and right before uh, free agency starts to, you know, kind of see where everything is headed. If there's any breaking Bengal news, we will, um, we will, uh, you know, kind of talk about that in podcast as necessary, I guess. All right, so I'm going to wrap up as the producer of this podcast. You can find this podcast on iTunes, the HoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can find the producer uh, on uh, Twitter at the uh, at Brothers Comics. Uh, there's actually a Who Day Over Forty Twitter page. It's uh, at Who Day Over Forty. You can join and follow on there as well. You can find Sandman on Twitter at Sandman Four Fifteen, and um, I think that's it. All right, so I'm the producer of this yep. podcast. I'm signing off. Uh, sign off, Sandman. Sign off. Don't fumble the ball, bro. Don't fumble the ball. Uh, who day? I'm going to go. All right. Hutch, sign off. Uh, here we are, Ken. Sign off. <laughs> All right. You take it easy, Bengal fans. We'll see you on the other side. Who day? Pe